it's easier to take things one step at a time to do things little by little to incorporate one thing at a time so that I feel like I'm still doing something for myself, doing something for my highest good. Hello everyone, welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I wanted to create a place where people can go to to get inspired, get motivated, or find some clarity and get tools to create a radically loved life. I will do my best to provide information on a variety of subjects, including yoga, holistic health, life coaching, spirituality, meditation, and overall mindful living. Each episode will bring you some of the world's best spiritual leaders, entrepreneurs, yoga teachers, coaches, along with some of my closest friends, and we will talk about their life experiences and journeys to create something more out of their lives and how they continue to grow to make that happen. Thanks for listening. Oh my God, I always get so, I get so scared. I know. Hello, everybody. I know. Welcome to, with, Tess, we have to say it together. Okay, ready? Are you ready? Welcome Welcome to to Wisdom Wednesdays. We'll get better at that. We will, you guys. This is only the second time we're doing this. And thank you, everybody who enjoyed the podcast we did last week. It was so much fun. And you know, the the thing I was thinking about doing that would be really fun. Oh, kitty. Hi, cat. Introduce us. This is Abeja. Abeja is um, B in Spanish. And she is my little my little familiar she's my little friend. every time i'm recording something she's like what are you doing what are you doing you need to be a part of it she wants to know she wants to know okay so this is a quick uh puppy update you guys we have uh, a foster child uh dog sorry you guys everybody that listens to this already knows that i call the dogs our children so yes. we have a foster child his name is brinks and he is his name is Brink, like a Brink truck, but we call him, I make it plural as opposed to singular because it just rolls off the tongue better. Yeah. He is my brother-in-law's pit bull, uh, who was a rescue, and my brother-in-law right right now is working in another state, and so we have acquired him, and so now we've got a house full of pities. Um, how is your... going? It's going well. It's good, going really well. Good. They love each other. Everybody's playing and... Good. He's they, older, right? He's older. He's an older man. And he had this really intense <laughs> surgery on his hind leg. And I, I think I talked about it on the podcast before. But so he... Yeah, he's older. He just... He loves to play, but not as much as Rosie and Chowder do because they're obviously younger puppies. So they yeah. love to play and... He'll play for a second and then he'll go lay down. It's so cute. And yeah, um, yeah but it's going really well. How how about you? How are you doing? How how is your puppy life? Oh. Uh, I'm sorry, um, animal life. Because you've got- <laughs> two cats, two dogs. Yeah, we've got a, a little zoo over here. Um, <laughs> it's going well. We found out that our German Shepherd that we adopted, they told us she was five, and mm-hmm. we took her to the vet last week. She's about two. <laughs> oh, so she's definitely still got that puppy energy, uh, which it's so fun. It's really fun. It's just like it takes she she needs a lot of mental stimulation. Those dogs are like tactical and they need to be stimulated constantly. And her favorite thing to do, which is so cute, is chase bugs in the backyard. 
<laughs> wow. She loves to chase bugs. It's hilarious. That is, that's awesome. Yeah, I love to I love see it. them do that. I mean, I get really stressed out anytime I see Chowder go for the bees because he's yeah. been stung before. And I'm just like, don't kill the bees, bro. Like, yeah. what are you doing? This no. is... Luckily, okay. she sticks to the flies, which I kind of oh, appreciate. Right. That's fine. <laughs> so, you know what? It's yeah. protein. It'll be fine. Right. So one of the things before we deviated off course here, we started talking about the animals, is I was thinking that this would be a great idea for, for the listeners to submit a passage that they really love, and then you and yeah. I can discuss it. So if people have favorite quotes or anything that was the catalyst to inspire you to create some sort of deep change we'd love to hear it and we are constantly having these conversations and constantly reading books and and so on so tessa's going to share one of her entries but before she does that my wisdom for this wednesday is more explanatory explanatory than it is exploratory. Is it exploratory or explaining? Well, I'm going to explain something because I feel that it's kind of an important thing. So Mm -hmm. wisdom, I I mentioned it last week, is has to do so much with experience or knowledge. And I believe part of the definition is exercising good judgment, or it's the quality of being wise. And many of you listening to this know that I had another podcast that I did last year called Women Inspiring Success and Empowerment. And part of that was to, again, have the excuse to talk to really incredible people like Liz Gilbert and uh, Dr. Tara Wright Trent and uh, Shar Roxburgh. I mean, there were so many great, um, great women that we were able to have these conversations with. But I think one of the most important things that I think about when I when I am thinking about wisdom is the time that it takes to get to a place where you actually learn something, where you actually mm-hmm. learn a lesson. And yeah, it took me back to the whole idea of self-mastery mm-hmm. and how to get there and sort of the process that we go through to get to a place of self-mastery because so much of yoga and meditation and mindfulness practice is about getting to know yourself at a deep level so that you can live a more grounded, more present, more mindful life. And when I think about mastery, I think about learning and I think about learning from people who have walked the path, people who have had these in-depth experiences. You know, in yoga, we believe that there is a teacher and you learn from a teacher and you you study for a long period of time just like you practice you practice meditation and yoga for long periods of time and it's something that you consistently do and as you consistently do it the more and more you become familiar with this process the easier it is for you to find the alignment within yourself mm-hmm. and yeah. now the reason why i'm bringing that up is because i feel that because our society right now is so much about the instant gratification and the constant distraction, I feel that this is part of what we're missing. 
we're missing the process of self mastery or acquiring wisdom. It's the experience that we need. And in that experience, the prerequisite is to focus and to be bored at times. I mean, think about when you're learning something new, when you're learning something new, it's agonizing and it can be painful, but, (laughs) but, but through that, through that pain is where we're recognizing our own resilience, our ability to actually move through these obstacles. So you're learning that as well. Mm-hmm. And so I think, wow, if we are constantly avoiding that pain, that the pain of boredom or the pain of apprenticing somebody or learning under somebody else, because we want to hurry up and do the thing and be the person and acquire the followers or whatever, we're not actually going through the rite of passage, the mm-hmm. RIT of passage, mm-hmm. where you can actually feel the pangs of the process of not knowing and of learning something and being consistent, learning to focus. You know, focus isn't something that we we just have. It's something that we have to practice over time. So in saying that, that is my wisdom for the day. I I think the invitation here for those of you that are listening or watching this is how can you continue to focus on the parts of yourself that need attention? How can you focus on doing things that are going to create more of that openness that are going to feed that part of you that feels like it needs filling without the pacifier of picking up your phone every five seconds Mm. or checking your email or turning on the TV and just zoning out. If you're constantly feeding that pleasure zone within your brain, the circuits that are making you feel good, then you're going to become really good at that. You're going to become really good at getting distracted. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can even become a master of of distraction. I know that I can definitely feel that within me. And I, you and I have had these conversations. I'm sure you can relate to that. Yep. But it, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I think that's the process that I, that is most important for us to become aware of. And the key to begin is to just have the awareness. Mm-hmm. Notice how often you're picking up your phone. Notice how often you're tuning tuning into something that's going to create that feel-good endorphin mm-hmm. or the, the hormones, the endorphins that make you feel that energy of, oh, okay, this is this is good. I can continue to do this. Because we all want to feel good. Nobody wants to feel bored. Nobody wants to feel the pain of learning something new. But if we don't do that, then we're not activating the parts of our brain that understand that things take time mm-hmm. and that you know we need we need to we need to learn in order to build a muscle we must we must first break it down yeah so i don't know what what is your feeling on that i just so resonate with that um and i feel like i i remember learning about you know self actualization and self mastery in um my high school psychology course and it immediately resonated with me and i was like 
that is what I want. That is my goal. I'd like to achieve that. And fast forward to college, I was sitting with a counselor in college and I said this to her. I said, my goal is to, she was asking me what my goals were. I was like, I want to become self-actualized. She sat back, (laughs) she sat back, looked at me and she was like, that's a very lofty goal, Tessa. It was like, she poo-pooed all over my, my dreams of becoming (laughs) self-actualized. And I realized that, and I've always kind of felt like this, like this society or this day and age, this current world that we live in feels a little bit challenging for me. I feel like a little bit of fish out of a water in that I really seek the mentors and I always have, I've always sought the teachers. I've always sought the process of learning and the challenge of, of going through the boredom or the pain of, of learning something new. Um, and And I think you're right. Like there's this disconnect between what it takes to find that mastery, like that, that the idea of 10,000 hours, um, I think that's um, Maxwell. Yeah. Malcolm Gladwell. Gladwell, Yeah. Yeah. That it really takes that dedication, that practice, that focus, and it takes a long time to build that. So I so resonate with that. And it's something that I've always aspired to since I, since I learned about it in high school. Um, and I think it kind of relates to what I'm going through right now and the wisdom that, that I would like to share today. Um, so maybe I just jump into that. Do it. Yeah. I'm like, do <laughs> so, it. I have this adorable little book. It's called the, the little book of sloth philosophy. Oh. It's so cute. So my best friend send, sent this to me. She lives in Germany. We send each other boxes every month, like little care packages and this is one of them because she's always like tessa you need to slow down like go take a nap relax slow stop stop (laughs) she's very wise (laughs) um so the passage that i'd like to share it's kind of a two-parter but i'll i'll share with you the beginning so appearing lazy is a cardinal sin in our highly strong society go do something make the bed book a holiday answer those texts feed your children. And so we do. And because of this, our lives often seem to be chaotic and short of time. Who can resonate with this? Like, I'm feeling it right now. Like, post pandemic, it feels like everything is just ramping up. Oh, yeah. In multiples. And um, I'm kind of like, well, where did that feeling go of being able to just take back, sit back and take stock of my life? You know, I all feel I feel like we all kind of had this opportunity to to, to question, like, am I doing what I want to be doing with my life? And maybe I want to make a different, maybe I want to make a pivot here. Um, so just a little bit more, and then I have a few tips to practice this philosophy. So we live in a world where people jog for fun, where a meditation app has to remind you to breathe deeply, where you can buy a shrink wrapped pre-peeled orange No time to peel. I'm busy. It's time to reclaim laziness, take back our time and protest the rat race by staying in bed. And I mean, the author's like really cheeky. It's funny. Obviously don't stay in bed all the time, but like there's the wisdom in knowing when to slow down and and take a day off. Yes. Um, And so the reason behind the sloth is their mindfulness and action, they're contemplative, they're deliberate, they're relaxed and they're focused. They aren't concerned about politics or who drank the last of the milk or how many steps they logged on their fitness tracker. They don't really stress about anything. Um, 
so they resist the urge to be productive and the social pressure to be more successful, which we as humans in this modern day and age, I don't feel like we've really figured that out yet. <laughs> so, and then the final thing is they've also been on this planet for tens of millions of years, which is probably a testament to the wisdom of their way of life. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, yes, I agree with that so much. Oh my God. I love isn't it? And, and I mean, just think about that cute little sloth, like hanging I mean, upside down. <laughs> so I so learned this fun little fact about the sloth that their stomach, um, they like to, their favorite position is to lay upside down. And when, like, if we were to hang upside down, everything would compress our abdomen. We wouldn't be able to breathe for that long. Unless you're a yogi who practices inversions all the time, multiple times, but their stomach doesn't compress because they hang upside down so much. So I thought that was interesting. Little tidbit. Oh, I love <laughs> fun fact. See, Wisdom Wednesday also offers you fun facts. This episode is brought to you by Thrive Market. If you've been a longtime listener of the show, you know that I've been using Thrive Market for years. We've even had Gunnar Lovelace on the show. Thrive Market is an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. They have the highest quality, healthy, and sustainable products and the best selection online. You can buy thousands of wholesome food, home, and beauty products curated just for you. So it really creates it simple for you to get the things that you want and even discover some things that you didn't know you would like. Like the brand Lesser Evil that has grain-free paleo puffs with no cheese cheesiness and I am addicted. Look, you guys know that I've been writing this book for, it feels like a year. It's not been completely a year, but it might be here in the next couple of months. I've been really busy just trying to balance everything, teaching classes online, being able to stay up to date with the podcast, and having things delivered to my door has been so incredibly helpful not only that, but I know that by supporting Thrive Market, I'm supporting my community. They also focus hugely on supporting female-owned businesses. You can personalize your grocery store to just focus on BIPOC businesses and brands. It's super easy to get started and find exactly what you're looking for. There are two different membership options to suit your lifestyle. The first one is one month membership for $9.95 a month, or a 12-month membership for $5 a month, billed at $59.95. So we're excited to announce that Thrive Market has a new offer for all of our listeners. If you join today, you'll get $20 off your first order plus a free gift. All you have to do is go to thrivemarket.com forward slash radically loved. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com forward slash radically loved to get 25% off of your first order and a free gift. Thank you, Thrive Market, for being a supporter of Radically Loved Radio. This episode is brought to you by Love Every. Watching the little ones in your life grow and learn is one of the best feelings in the world, but finding toys that help them grow and learn can be challenging. That's what led me to Love Every. Now, I don't have kids yet, but I do have a goddaughter that is developing and growing extremely fast. Naya is so special and a little yogi in training. Love Every Play Kits are designed by expert for your child's developing brain. Each play kit is tailored to your child's exact learning stage, so they have the right toys for the right time, and new play kits delivered for every few months that grow with your child. 
Play kits come with unique, one-of-a-kind activities and playthings that are built to endure plenty of play. And each kit comes with a play guide that's packed with expert tips, ways to play, and do-it-yourself at-home activities your kids will love. Naya's first love every toy was the super sustainable sink with bio-based cups and plates. She's obsessed with the running water. It's such a great way for her to enjoy playing with the sink and using the running water to tap it on and off. She's captivated by the water flow and it's a really great way for her to learn how to help her mom around the house. Take the guesswork out of your child's play. Choose Love Every today and get free shipping when you sign up to receive your play kits at loveevery.com forward slash loved. That's L-O-V-E-V-E-R-Y dot com forward slash loved for free shipping loveevery.com forward slash loved and now back to our show (laughs) so that is so that is such a great little lesson I mean I just I love that so much and it does absolutely relate to what I was talking about earlier so nothing Mm -hmm. is by chance and I I love it when we do this because this isn't pre-planned I mean we really just hit the record and we just start start having a conversation so part of what you said was so poignant for me the whole idea of recognizing and I said earlier it's about having the awareness but it's really about having the discernment to know when to slow down and yes the world has reopened and it almost feels like it's ramped up by a thousand everybody's trying to make up for the lost time and what I found so beautiful about having the opportunity to slow down was the autonomy that we were given back this Mm -hmm. whole concept of okay you have to work from home now you have to self-motivate you have to make make lemonade out of lemons and Mm -hmm. some people did it well and others didn't but it regardless it was an opportunity for us to really take stock to what was present because everything was there was no doing you had to really just stop and I feel that unless we can make friends with the time that we have and we can utilize it in a way that's going to serve our highest good we're going to continue to fall prey to the the busyness the the ungrounded frenetic energy that life can sometimes bring us That's why some of these practices are so important for us to do because they require us to have our full attention. They require us to be present. They require us to actually do the cutting of the apple and the orange and to actually make the things. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, absolutely. And what I, what I think is so important right now is at least for me what I'm trying to hold on to is so I could choose to just jump right back into my old life into the rat race and go right back to bouncing here and there and saying yes to all of these things but why so the opportunity I think is what did we learn from this time the shutdown time And was there a sense, if you were lucky enough to have that sense of like, okay, I can relax a little bit. I can actually do some internal work and think about what's important and maybe make a pivot. Well, how do you carry that, that energy forward into 
the world as it reopens. And so there's these four little tips that come along with the little book of philosophy and it's perfect because it's the, the acronym slow. <laughs> so it's easy to remember what I would suggest is, you know, just maybe try one of these, like what I'm, what I'm going to try to do is just choose one of these little tips and experiment with it over the next week and, um, check back in with you and tell you how it went next week. So number one, sleep in, uh, I know this is like a controversial one because we're like, we have this obsession with the amount of sleep we get, but also yeah. there's like, um, you know, this badge of honor for waking up and getting everything done. And yeah. I do love the mornings. Like I do love getting up early. So that one's a hard one. Um, number two is for the L leave your phone at home, <laughs> which is probably terrifying for most people, including oh. me. Yeah. Um, but maybe just pick a day. Like it's a Saturday. Okay. I'm going to choose today to leave my phone at home. If you're terrified that you won't find the nearest Starbucks without your GPS, I promise there will be one on the, the next corner. You'll be okay. <laughs> right. The O is for opt out. So this requires an attitude adjustment for most oh. of us. I'm, you know, you're not alone in this making the choice that you don't need to be busy, engaged or connective and productive at all times. Like, again, maybe it's one day where you're like, I'm just going to say no to everything and I'm not going to make any plans. Um, and then the W is what's the rush. So it's kind of like a mantra that you would repeat to yourself when you're feeling overwhelmed and you're feeling like all of this stuff is coming at you. Can you pause and just take a moment and ask yourself, what's the actual rush? Like who's driving this agenda and does it really matter? So that to me is just like a, an opportunity to take a pause and make a conscious decision or, or check in with yourself. Oh, I love, what do you think? Really great. No, I love them all. I want not see overachiever. I'm like, I want to do, I want to do them all. Them. Yeah. I want to do them all. The sleeping in thing. I think I would like to offer going to bed mm. early. So, yeah. okay. you know, if it's not sleeping in, it's perhaps going to bed an hour earlier than you normally do, or even 30 minutes before you normally do. Mm-hmm. Um, sleeping in is if, if you're a morning person like us, it, it can be difficult sometimes, even the thought of it. I'm just, because I don't, right. I love that peaceful time so much. I mean, the house is quiet and mm-hmm. I can see the sun rising outside of my office slider. And it, it just feels like a very meditative time for me to integrate. And, you know, there are moments where I, I do want to sleep in a little bit longer. And I normally do, mm-hmm. um, when it's, when it's, you know, when it feels like, okay, maybe, but to me sleeping in is like 5am, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sleeping in. Oh, I slept in today. Um, but I, I would offer the going to bed a little earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I love all of this, you know, to us. I mean, this is part of, we regardless of how many tools we have or how much yoga we do or how how long our meditation practice is we still fall prey to all of the same demands of the world we all do it doesn't i mean in in my opinion 
it almost makes it more difficult because when you are in a hyper present aware state, then you want to do everything that Mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. So you feel that these practices that fill your cup, that make you feel full, that fill your prana, your vitality, that you can do all of it. You can do everything. You can answer the emails. You can go for a run. You can come back. You could do another workout. You could make dinner and make lunch and, you know, do all the things. But then at the end of the day, you're still extremely depleted. So I I really, I love that. I think it's important for us to just recognize and have the conversation and, and understand if anybody out there, if you're listening and you're like me and you want to do all of the things, I think that's part of the problem, right? That's part of the problem because it's like you overcommit, you overcommit yeah. yourself and then you feel bad if you don't do it, you know? So right. for me, it's easier to take things one step at a time to do things little by little to incorporate one thing at a time so that I feel like I'm still doing something for myself, doing something for my highest good, but at the same time, not overwhelming, overwhelming myself in the process. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of pushing myself until I'm just completely depleted. And then I'm like, I need a social media break. I need this. I need a hiatus. I need to, because I've just pushed myself. I mean, you, you've seen me do this when I was Mm -hmm. traveling like every other week every weekend. And I just could not, I was done. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I really have nothing else to give. And I feel that there are so many people out there that can relate to that exhaustion. And here we are, the world's back open. We have an opportunity to do things different. So are you going to take that opportunity or are you going to continue to do the same thing? Are you going to use this opportunity to work towards that self-mastery where you can learn something new, where you can be bored, where you can give yourself the space of not having distractions to get to know yourself in a deeper and more connected and more fulfilled way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I feel better. (laughs) Yeah, no, I do too. No, these conversations are really great. Uh And so I want to, I mean, I think this is a, a, perfect end point for us. Um, those of you that are listening, if there's anything that you want to add or you want us to read, send us an email at info at radicallyloved.com. And don't forget to what? Oh, don't forget to subscribe, subscribe, rate, and subscribe, review, rate, review. Yes. wherever you get yeah. your podcasts. And don't forget to check out our sponsors. They help us keep the lights on so to speak and they allow us to do everything that we're doing now so please support the brands that we work with they are pretty amazing and we don't just work with anybody who approaches us we're very 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 specific with the people that we align ourselves with and so uh, remember by supporting them you support us so thank you all so much for listening and for being here Tess is there anything else you want to share Hmm. Good question. No, I think, I think I'm good, but thank you for asking. (laughs) So actually I forgot just one thing guys. Um, we have a teacher training info session coming up that is going to happen. I'm pulling up my calendar and it's going to be this, actually it's this Saturday. 
So Saturday, June 19th at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. For those of you that are curious about doing a yoga teacher training, if you are wanting to deepen your practice, uh, even if you don't want to become a yoga teacher, you just want to learn more about yoga, I'm mm -hmm. doing a 200-hour yoga teacher training online, and Tessa is going to be there, and yeah. one of our other um, lead trainers, Christina Coco Hackenjoss, is going to be there, and we're going to just love on each other and, and learn about yoga. And yeah, um, yeah, the info session is really going to go through what our process is going to be like. So even if you're curious and you just want to come hang out with us on Zoom, just sign up. It'd be a great time. Hey, though, but that that really speaks to what you were sorry to butt in. That's fine. <laughs> That's what you were speaking to about self mastery. I mean, I found that's one of the great ways to really go through the process of challenging yourself, learning something about yourself under the guise of a teacher and um, achieving a different level of awareness is a yoga teacher training, whether or not you, like you were saying, Rosie, end up teaching or it's just to gain a deeper knowledge of the philosophy, the history, the practice of yoga. Yeah. Wow. Thanks, Tess. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much. And we can't wait to hear from you and we'll be back next week for wisdom wednesdays days all right we love you guys kisses kisses hey everyone i hope you enjoyed this episode i am so excited to continue to do this please share this with your friends email us, message us on Instagram at Rosie Acosta or on Twitter at Rosie Acosta, subscribe on iTunes, write a review. We love doing this. So please help us continue to keep this podcast going. Thanks for listening.